Welcome to Roadhouse Minute, the podcast where we review the best bad movie of all time, Roadhouse, one minute at a time, and where we always try to be nice until it's time not to be nice. I'm Roger. Hi, Marcy. And this is Minute 68 of Roadhouse. Uh, This minute starts with Dalton coming over to chat with Cody, and it ends with Wade pulling up to the double deuce on his motorcycle. Marcy, this is our introduction to Wade Garrett. This is, oh, oh, I thought you were going to say, this is the first time that we see the Cody squeeze happen. Well, we're going to get to that too, but I just, I know Ah. that based on what you said in the trailer, I know that at least half of the reason why you watch this movie hasn't even happened up until this minute, but we're about to get Sam Elliott. We're going to get a lot more of Sam Elliott in the next couple of minutes, but Sam Elliott is going to arrive on the scene uh, in this particular minute. So... Where should we start? I mean, the first the first half of this minute is sort of this whole little exchange between Dalton and Cody. Yeah. What did you think about that? Well, I think Cody's a good friend to tell him, like, hey, look, this woman's got a past that's got some danger about it. Um, and I like Cody because it, he never seems to have, like, a different objective other than being friends with with uh dalton so i think it's really it's a nice exchange it's a good buddy moment oh that's nice i thought some of cody's dialogue in this minute was a little awkward like when he says word is you've been spending time with elizabeth clay (laughs) it's it's like it's a really weird sort of antiseptic way of describing it it's like you know word is you've been like he it makes it he makes it sound like the phrase spending time with Elizabeth Clay is like a really dangerous pastime. Well, I think that he's implying that it might be. I guess I would just say like the way that I would react to someone who said something like that to me is the same exact way that Dalton says, where he just turns to me and is like, so? Well, I I do agree that that is a little awkward. So, okay, so... Yeah, so then we get from Cody, we kind of get the the whole, he finally fills in the blanks uh, yeah. so that we understand why it is that Brad Wesley is so bothered by Dalton getting together with Doc. So here's my question. We don't actually get confirmation in this minute that the two of them were actually involved. All we hear from Cody is that she left, word is she left town and he went crazy. So do we think... Do we think that they were actually romantically involved, or do yes. we think that do we think that Brad West? Why just is this has... man going to go crazy over this woman that he doesn't have a relationship with? Maybe he was trying to get involved with her and just wasn't able to like seal the deal. Doubt it. No. Do you think this is a that that he and Doc have a romantic past or some sort of relationship? At any rate, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. All right, I'll buy that. Well, I mean, he is psychotic, but I don't know if like her not even having a relationship with him and just being around him and then leaving is going to make him go crazy. I wouldn't buy that. So are we assuming that this this mention of her leaving town is the same as the one that she tells Dalton about, which is when she basically leaves town and goes to Chicago wherever she goes before she came back. Like, is that is is this all the same episode? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so if that's the case, I think it is too. Here, then this is the timeline. So basically, Brad Wesley arrives in Jasper. 
builds his little miniature crime empire, develops a thing for Doc. We've decided now, I guess, that they get involved with each other. She leaves town and then gets married? Mm. Um, Or maybe gets involved with somebody else and then leaves town and then they get married. Yeah. One of the two. Um, which one of those do you think is? I think she, she, part of her leaving town has to do with getting married to another man. Like maybe she and what's his face, um, Brad Wesley. There you go. Have had a relationship, but then she breaks it off and meets another guy and leaves town. I don't think so. I think the other person is out of town and maybe she's. Like she's gone to college, come back to Jasper, met Brad Wesley, but had this other flame from college come back into her life that then she leaves Jasper to go be with him. Hmm. Okay. I think that's fair. Or maybe she, she had to leave town again to go to medical school. And that's when she got herself hooked up with this other guy. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, so, so they get married. Their marriage falls apart, and then she comes back to Jasper uh, to to look Take after care of Red. Red. That's right, to reunite with Red. Uh, and then we get so so then we get Cody. Cody's last remark. Um, he says, "Small town, huh, Dalton?" Uh, and so I, I've got a question about that. So, do you think? What do we think he means by that? Does he mean that just hey, word travels fast when you're in a town like this? Or does he mean, hey, isn't that a funny coincidence that you and Brad Wesley both got involved with the same woman? I think the latter. The latter. Hmm. All right. Or maybe just that everybody knows your business now. He does seem, so Cody seems like he's a, he's a bit of a small town gossip. He likes to kind of know, know what's going on and know sort of like the ins and outs of what's going on in mm. whatever town he happens to be in. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that Dalton does look a little bit upset about this new revelation i have that down in my notes too so like so, he does he seems like oh Dull. there's another thing to deal with oh marcy thank you oh, i get to use my sounder shoot. that's there's okay another thing to do i can dalton that for you um yeah so i have down in my notes here that that he dalton definitely seems genuinely kind of disturbed in this minute by what he's been told yeah. And I think that's that is what you are pointing out. And then we get the shoulder squeeze. <sighs> yeah. So you do, do that to me sometimes. Do you think that this is a token of affection that's peculiar to Cody because he's blind? Uh no. Okay. Like blind people extra squeeze. People I don't know. Use. I don't know if that was like a, a thing that he would do. I think it's a thing that Cody would do, but I, think I don't it, think it has to do with him being blind. I think you're probably right. Cause it seems like Dalton kind of gives him, he gives him a one him squeeze. The on one the squeeze. Cody, Cody gives him the triple squeeze. I don't ever squeeze somebody like that. I don't there's, either, except to be ironic with you. <laughs> there's, there's always some padding. Like I'll pat the children. I'll right. pat you. I don't really touch a lot of other people. Cause I You'll feel like pat that's me. awkward. <laughs> I try not to touch my students or anything I can't let this minute go by without pointing out the fact that we get another speaking line from my man, James McIntyre, bartender, letter to unleaded. He's the person that yells from the back and says that uh, 
that the truck's here. Oh, yeah. So good for him about that. Uh, and I also want to give a little bit of props to uh, Jeff Healy band guitarist Joe Rockman. He's doing some really, some really strong silent acting in the background there. Yeah, he's setting up. Just walking around. Yeah. All right. And so we get to the end of this minute. And uh, here's Wade, Wade. Garrett in he's all got... shades of black here. He's we're, so his he's got a great opening line, but that's for the next minute. Um, but I, I think this is this is just a great way for us to meet the character of Wade Garrett. I mean, it just seems totally appropriate that he would pull up in a chopper. Yeah, and he clearly has everything he owns on the back of it. <laughs> That's man, a good point. I hadn't the man just left his previous life, packed it up, and ridden out into the country. No helmet, so we're in that time where you don't have to put a helmet on your head. He, or you really, in one you, of those states. Do you really think that Wade Garrett would wear a helmet, even if there were helmet laws? Well, if there were helmet laws, I think that he would. Because... I don't know, man. I don't, uh, we live in a state where there's a helmet law. I don't see people that don't have their helmets on in our state. I think you get nabbed by the cops pretty quickly if you're doing that. Do you see a lot of people in Connecticut that look like Wade Garrett? Yeah. Hmm. Bikers. Fair. And non-bikers, but not that smoking hot, no. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk more about that, I'm sure, for for the next... Uh, 48 got, minute, 48, got 46 of minutes. minutes of this movie. There's until only 40, he, only 46 minutes left until um, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So we have so less sad. than 46 minutes. <laughs> Let's talk more about him until he dies. Until he dies. <laughs> Can I just mention too, that we get another awesome view of the Missouri foothills in this minute. Yeah. Right. Right. In between and, Wade and the people walking back into the double deuce and the facade of the double deuce that reminds me so much of the facade of the Danbury fair mall. It okay. like it, if you, oh, you're talking about like the, the minute, empty frame sex, uh, Whoa. uh not sorry. Second fi- 52, um, the empty frame lattice on the front facade is just so Danbury fair mall. Some people suggest that recording the podcast in the middle of the day sometimes makes you more alert and coherent. <laughs> I am currently more alert and coherent. You sure? Tell us more about sex and it just came out wrong. 52. Yeah, you're right. It does Shut it does up. have a, a weird a weird look to it. I don't understand exactly what the purpose of that particular architectural structure is. If you look at it too, oh no, live music is in the middle and there's pillars on both sides. It's not going to keep the rain off. I like it. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say I like it, but (laughs) (laughs) I, I, what I was going to say is I like how they've taken the red from the outside and given the bouncers the same red color. So there's some color continuity there. Well, you know, they say that the color red makes people excited and I think hungry. Oh, I thought that Did was you know yellow. That? Well, I think it's all those colors from yeah. the red, yellow, orange palette. That's why the inside of fast food restaurants is painted in these those colors most of the time. I do love how they've revamped the double deuce except for this gravel parking lot. <laughs> and then if you go to second 50 ish you can kind of see like the stopper for the cars is still like wooden pole 
<laughs> oh, yeah, you're like, right. Like, this is, uh, they got a little hedge in there. There's a little bit of greenery. Well, maybe they're, maybe they're pacing themselves. Maybe they wanted to do yeah. the building first and then the parking it's lot comes so, later. It's so funny. Like, you can really get a, a, in second 50 or 42nd, you can get, 47, sorry, you can get a good look at what you called the foothills, but it looks like middle of nowhere. Like, middle of nowhere it does like where are all these people coming from that are coming in the double deuce well they're coming from kansas city they're coming from all the towns and i was just laughing with my friend the other day because i was telling her about the lineup and all of these different um outfits that people were wearing and remember those two women that were in the long um full length coats with the mittens and they were oh, like yeah. dressed for winter time. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was funny. I'm watching uh, a show um that well I finished it yesterday because I binge watched it, but I watched the show that was set in Oregon, Portland, Oregon. Is and it Portlandia? No, thank goodness I'm not watching that. <laughs> um and it's set for it's set for a whole year and it kind of like ticks off all the holidays. And it was like Portland, Oregon, Oregon in December and then in Valentine's Day. And like the outside scenery for Portland in December was like summertime. It was totally green. These people made New Year's resolutions and they went out and they went for a run around leafy trees. I was like, this can't be right, can it? So I went to look at the no, weather right. app. No, I went to with the look at the weather app and it was like 20 degrees in Oregon yesterday. Oh. I don't think that it's tropical there. <laughs> I thought the West Coast in general was just warmer. I don't like they get those warm Pacific currents. Yeah, but I think that they still have cold weather there and snow. Well, I think it depends on what kind of what part of Oregon you're in. Well, let's check Portland today because yeah, yeah, let's make let's make sure we get that into the podcast. It's light rain in 30s to 50s. I don't think that there it's that sunny in Portland. Well, they have a flood watch. That's good to know. Do you have any other meteorological information for this minute? No. Okay. Um, I'll just point out, I think it's kind of nice that they have um, I mean, they have essentially, because we know this is a fake building, they've essentially constructed the facade of this fake building twice because you know first at first it looked like this horrible ramshackle hole in the wall and now it looks like a tgi fridays (laughs) and like all of that is fake there's nothing on the other side of that wall yeah i believe you about it being fake because we just watched one of my favorite movies and everything in that movie is soundstage fake you mean White Christmas? White Christmas. But this was constructed, this is fake, but it was constructed outside. I think that's pretty cool. You know, the ski lodge is fake, but it's constructed outside as well. The ski lodge and White Christmas? Yeah, don't you think? Or do you think that was all on soundstage? That's all on a soundstage, Mercy. There's no outside in this in that movie. Is, is soundstage is it- open to the outside? Or is it just like no. a giant warehouse? It's a giant warehouse. Oh wow! I didn't know that part. I These thought buildings it are would huge. Be... Okay. Maybe the train station in White Christmas, because you know you can't just uh, like fake a train. Pine tree, but, coming uh... into pine tree. <laughs> no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving now. It's gonna be okay. I've got a job in New York. 
Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Roadhouse Minute. Please, if you can, rate and review us on your favorite podcatching app. Come and join us on Facebook at The New Double Deuce. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at at RHMinute. And you can email us at DaltonSaysBeNice at gmail.com. So remember, until next time, be nice. Bye now. Bye.